Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Hey Y'all Hey Podcast with Erica Nicole Anderson. I am she. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for coming back. I'm back, baby. (laughs) Guess what, y'all? So after the last episode, I got sick again. So I had a, a, a sinus infection. Hold on, let me get some of this ringing out of here. I had a sinus infection, uh, an ear infection, and an upper respiratory infection two months in a row. It's crazy. I don't think I ever really healed from the first time, to be honest. But yeah, it was crazy. So I had to go back and get antibiotics and do all that good stuff. And they gave me a steroid and all kinds of craziness. So I am better. I'm back. I took some time away to recuperate and to celebrate my 52nd birthday. Baby, I made it. Yes. Huzzah. And mazel tov to me. (laughs) Uh, My birthday was on July 28th. On July 27th, I celebrate Sir Duke's gotcha day slash birthday. That is the day I adopted him. And uh, three years ago, so we made it three years. He is a joy and spoiled and all kinds of stuff. But, you know, learning and watching animals and learning about them teaches me more about myself. And so it's an honor to watch him. You know, he a lot of people say, oh, it's just a dog or it's just a pet or whatever. Um, But the thing that our pets can teach us is how to be, you know what I mean? Just he's in his own dogginess, you know what I mean? He walks around his own, he's comfortable being a dog, you know what I mean? And so it kind of inspires me to be comfortable just to be me, you know? And so I appreciate that. So we've had our celebrations and uh, yeah, let's get back to it. I've, I've, I've missed being on the mic. I hated coughing so much and sneezing so much and all that good stuff. Well, not good stuff, but you know. Mucinix is our friend. Mucinix has a whole line of everything. If you need uh, a throat lozenge, if you need uh, a cough suppressant, if you need all kinds of medici- medication to drain over-the-counter meds, to drain all your you know, orifices. (laughs) Mucinex is the one. They are not sponsoring anything today, but, you know, I'm hopeful. (laughs) Mucinex helped me a lot. Oh my gosh. Speaking of helping me, I want to get into a couple of stories here. And I also want to say, let you guys know that I want to kind of change up the format of um of this podcast i've talked about it a little bit before um but what i like to do is still concentrate on current events still concentrate on newsworthy things but i find that i have people and friends and and people that i talk to who are friends on social media who aren't necessarily friends in real life who trust me when I tell them what I'm watching. And so I would like to kind of focus more on those things and less on kind of the bad news and the bad, all the craziness that's going on in the world. But we will talk about current events because that's just in my nature. I'm a newsie. I love news, but I also love entertainment. And so we're going to change up just a little bit, but 
you will get current events and you will get news and I'll try to stay as current as possible uh, in both aspects. Um, but yeah, that's what we're going to do kind of going forward. There's fortunately not a whole, fortunately and unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of you listening right now. <laughs> so I can kind of change things up without it disrupting too much. But for those of you who do listen and have been listening, I want to thank you so much for sticking with me and uh, helping me uh, get this uh uh, share this outlet with you. So thank you for that. I am a thankful person today. <laughs> oh gosh. So let's start with the first thing and it's kind of taking over my social media uh, timelines and that is monkeypox. What the heck is monkeypox? What is it y'all? I don't, let's find out. <laughs> monkeypox is a pox virus. So, you know, chickenpox, smallpox. And then I found out there's a cowpox. I don't understand this. I don't I don't understand. I don't understand the the hate for animals. Like is it coming from these animals? I don't know. I'll find out. But uh monkeypox. So, uh it's related to smallpox and cowpox, which again, I didn't know was a thing, but it is. Um and uh, it causes pimple or blister-like lesions. And it also causes flu-like symptoms. Now, these lesions usually appear on the arms or legs. But with this particular outbreak, more frequently, the lesions are showing up on the genital or perianal areas. So it's uh, it appears to be a more sexually transmitted deal right now. Uh, so be careful, please, and thank you. Um, now, how does it spread? It spreads through close contact, according to the C CDC, um, and that includes physical contact with the lesions as well as respiratory secretions. Um, I wish you could see my face right now, but it sounds like, you know, saliva, mucus, you know, nasty stuff like that. <laughs> um, but it also spreads uh, by touching objects that have been contaminated. So wash your hands before you touch stuff. Wash, hand, wash your hands after you touch stuff, especially. But nasty, stop touching your nastiness and then leaving it. In places where we can touch it too. That's disgusting. That is why I don't touch, you guys, side note, I don't touch handrails very often in public. I don't touch handrails. If I'm on an escalator, I won't touch the rail. I, I try really hard not to. And when I open door, when I do open doors for myself, because I am that chick, I am both uh, traditional and unconventional. I do like for somebody else to open my door for me. But when I do open doors for myself, I do sanitize pretty much right away because it's disgusting. Anyway, that's just my little thing. Um, but as far as monkeypox goes, there is no specific treatment for monkeypox. Uh, but uh, because monkeypox is similar to smallpox and the other animal poxes, um, antiviral medications um, are prescribed. So uh, how do you keep yourself safe from monkeypox? Because it's here, it's here in Georgia now. It's, it's coming into the country and it's spreading faster than people would like. Okay. So uh, the CDC recommends avoiding close contact or shared objects with someone with monkeypox. Now that seems like it's the obvious thing, but you'd be surprised at how people behave in certain situations. Frequent hand washing is also recommended. So the moral of the story between this and COVID is wash your hands. For social gatherings, including parties, raves, clubs, and festivals, the CDC says to stick to events uh, with more clothing, wear skin-to-skin -skin contact, 
contact may be less frequent. So first of all, if I'm at an event and somebody's that close to me, I'm already not happy. <laughs> but, but I tend to wear because uh, uh, I have, you know, lady lumps. <laughs> My butt is my butt is kind of big. My hips are kind of wide. You know, my breasts are kind of whatever, whatever. I tend to wear uh, a jacket or sweater to cover. Uh, I'm not. I'm usually not cold at all. I just it's a security blanket for me. So I usually am clothed and have sleeves and stuff on anyway. But I don't like anybody being that close to me that I don't know. Um, another thing you could do is avoid sex or close physical intimacy. If any person involved has monkeypox, I would hope that one would see a rash in the nether regions and not say, yes, you're, you can get it. I would hope that people would be more careful than that, but you never know. Um, the CDC also recommends specifically to avoid touching any rash that may be on a partner's body. I can't see myself saying, ooh, what is this, and touching it. I just, I'm not that person. Um, but to help prevent the spread of monkeypox while sexually active, maintaining six feet of distance, keeping clothes on during sex, and using condoms and or gloves can lower the chances of exposure. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing, but how many people keep their clothes on during sex and how many people use gloves? Okay, it, it sounds less fun. I just, just take a break until that thing is all cleared up. Okay, <laughs> but... The CDC also points out uh, condoms alone may not prevent all exposures to monkeypox since the rash can occur on other parts of the body. So use common sense and be careful out there. Okay, all right, we're done with that. That was uncomfortable. And of course, again, I'm not laughing at this situation or at monkeypox itself. It's a nervous laughter and I find some of this to be common sense, but... Common sense isn't always common. Let me know what you think. Uh, now, let's switch gears and let's talk about President Joe Biden. Now, I read an interesting opinion piece on CNN.com. And I've had a couple of people ask me, why do I refer to CNN so much? It's just the first uh, news website that I get to. That's all. Uh, yeah. And I watch CNN a lot. I watch CNN a whole lot. So it's just my preference. Okay, I'm sorry, but not. Uh, <laughs> uh, but this opinion piece had me at the first couple of sentences. And it says, uh, this is an opinion piece by Frida Giddes. And it says, uh, her first three sentences say, for a president who so many people believe is failing, Joe Biden sure is suddenly notching up an impressive string of victories. And they're not minor. In fact, Biden is on a roll when it comes to both domestic and foreign policy. Now, why don't we know this stuff? Um, his uh, approval rating, as I saw the other day, was at, 36% or something crazy like that. And yes, he's had a number of painful defeats. Um, uh, his Build Back Better bill did not pass. Um, and uh, on Thursday, Democratic Senator Kristen Sinema of Arizona announced she would support the Inflation Reduction Act, all but assuring the, land, the landmark climate and a healthcare bill tax proposal. Um, I'm sorry, let me say that again, because that didn't make sense the way I said it. <laughs> On Thursday, Democratic Senator Kirsten Sinema, or 
uh, yeah, Carson Cinema of Arizona announced she would support the Inflation Reduction Act, all but assuring the landmark climate, healthcare, and tax proposal will pass in the 50-50 Senate. There we go. That make more sense. I, it, I heard it better. I apologize. I'm out of practice. Um, and then hour later, hours later, after she made that announcement, the Bureau, Bureau of Labor Statistics released data that shows the nation's economy is still powering ahead, regaining more than half a million jobs in July. The unemployment rate is now down to 3.5%. And it is matching the 50-year uh, low um, that was last seen in February 2020. Yet, there's still little sign that President, uh, I'm sorry, President Biden's uh, standing has enjoyed a meaningful lift. Mr. Biden is winning battles, but he's not getting a lot of love. Why is that? It's only a matter of time before his polls catch up with the new wave of accomplishments, right? Maybe. It's difficult to redraw an image after it has been etched in the public mind, and we know that. We see entertainers who do certain things, and no matter how much good they do in the world, they don't get any better than our perception. And for more of on perception, listen to the prayer. Pray Love Girl podcast. I just talked about it. <laughs> but um, uh, it's, you know, crazy the things that we're seeing. We're seeing um, conservative and, uh, well, I can't even paint all conservatives this way, but we're seeing a good number of conservatives um, make an effort to paint uh, Mr. Biden as senile and um, unable to make, meet the demands of his office. Um, and people are believing it, especially among Republicans. Many Democrats, particularly young people, have been turning away from the president, and they are disappointed with the pace and scope of what his administration has been able to achieve. But now, after months of legislative, legislative gridlock, Biden's agenda is just is not just inching along, it's galloping ahead. He's successful. He's being successful. On foreign policy, Biden had a fine week. Despite simmering tensions with China, um, U.S. forces killed uh, the Al-Qaeda leader, um, and the president was deeply involved in that decision. Uh, and then last Wednesday, as I record this, it is Sunday, August 7th. So last Wednesday, the Senate overwhelmingly vetoed, uh, voted to approve a resolution to ratify membership for Finland and Sweden and NATO. So what does that mean? It means that that was a huge blow to Russia and Vladimir Putin. So more than five months after he launched his war with Ukraine, uh, Putin's efforts to control Ukraine and divide NATO have failed in large part because President Biden has held the alliance together, even helping Europe face Putin's weaponization of gas exports. But you know what? Where uh, President Biden once seemed to struggle the most was on the domestic front. Okay, we can talk about that too. So after promising bipartisanship as a candidate, uh, President Biden couldn't get all 50 Democrats in the Senate to support key pieces of his agenda. Now, despite the GOP's alarming radicalization and numerous setbacks caused by Democratic Senators Joe Manchin and uh, the aforementioned uh, Senator Sinema, uh, Congress is passing multiple pieces of important legislation in a bipartisan manner. 
So why are we not uh, supporting this president? Why aren't we, uh, as we would say, big upping <laughs> this president? Why aren't we um, giving him, celebrating his accomplishments? He's doing a lot for the country. A lot of good things. In spite of Joe Manchin and Cinema uh, 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 and all the other craziness that's going on in the Senate. Now, for as long as he's president, unfortunately, he'll face the headwinds of shameless distortion by right-wing supporters. And he will suffer from not being the most charismatic, eloquent eloquent president at a time when the country's very democrat uh I'm sorry, when the, at the time when the country's very democracy is under threat. At this moment in his present pre, I'm sorry. <laughs> at this moment in his presidency though, he can enjoy having scored a string of victories and we can only hope he has turned the tide and people will take notice. Um, I'm sorry, I mentioned that his approval rating was 36%. It is 38%, which is still crazy for all the kind of cool things he's doing in the country right now. Uh, so yeah, that's a little bit on our president. Let's talk about Brittany Griner. Um, unless you've been under a rock, <laughs> you know that, uh, Brittany Griner was held in a Russian prison for, uh, having in her possession a vial of, um, hashish oil or basically what we might call CBD oil or, uh, uh, something to that effect. So I'm going to keep reading to see if this article tells me exactly what it was, because I still am not clear. I just know she had uh, a banned substance uh, and flew into Russia where she played uh, in a Russian league. Um, Side note, can we talk about the fact that NBA players make enough money to sustain their families to set up uh, foundations to support all kinds of stuff, all kinds of of, of uh, LeBron James can you know support whole museums. You know some of these guys are able to start schools and that kind of thing. And WNBA players have to rely on playing in other countries in the off season in order to make their ends meet. Okay, so sidebar over. Um, so Brittany Griner uh, was uh, given a nine-year sentence and in, in after she was found guilty for possession of uh, drugs on her person. Um, and immediately after the Moscow judge handed down this nine-year prison sentence, uh, calls grew louder for President Biden to find a way to bring her home. Reverend Al Sharpton, you don't hear me quote him often on this show, but he said in a statement, we call on President Biden and the United States government to redouble their efforts to do whatever is necessary and possible to bring her home. U.S. officials and analysts have been resigned to a guilty verdict for Griner. Um, again, she plays basketball uh, in, during, in Russia uh, in the WNBA offseason. Um, and this cold reality of her sentence on a drug charge was a shock and a renewed, and this call, and this charge rather, renewed calls for President Biden to secure her release, even as critics fumed that offering to swap prisoners with Moscow rewards Russian hostage-taking. 
it goes back to that saying we don't negotiate with terrorists but now we kind of need to don't we in order to bring her home uh the result is a painful quandary for president biden and the biden administration as it tries to maintain a hard line against uh vladimir putin of russia over his war in ukraine so Brittany. Greiner, in in effect, became a political prisoner. And so, of course, her sentence is crazy. It's it's ridiculous. I've read that uh, other people have been sentenced to less time for the same crime, even in Russia. And then there is the other side of it, where people have been sentenced to a longer time in the United States for the same crime. So really and truly, no matter what President Biden does, he's going to be criticized. And that's in this case and everything else he does. Either uh, he's going to be criticized that he's either giving too much or not working hard enough. And it doesn't seem like this is going to be an issue that's resolved quickly because the United States offered, um, in June, offered the release of uh, Paul Whelan, who's a former Marine arrested in Moscow and convicted of espionage back in 2020. Um, And the Biden administration proposed to trade... um, the two Americans for the notorious Russian arms dealer, Victor Bout, who is midway through a 25-year federal prison sentence for offering to sell arms to a Colombian rebel, a Colombian rebel group that the United States then considered a terrorist organization. So this proposal has already reshaped U.S. diplomacy toward Russia, which has been frozen at senior levels since um the february 24th invasion of ukraine <laughs> uh so there was a counter offer made um and it's just all kinds of craziness going on in this situation it doesn't seem like it's going to be resolved anytime soon but hopefully it is resolved sooner than later uh, and so we're I'm thinking about Brittany now unpopular opinion she said she was in a hurry and packed the the uh, oil by accident I don't believe that one bit but the charge and the crime and the the sentence do not match they just don't they don't And, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about her. I hope that she can get released sooner than later. Nine years is a long time. So I hope it's sooner than later. And I'm thinking about her wife and her family and everything that's important. And on that note, I'll be right back. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I just ran across some bad news, some sad news in the entertainment world. Um, So speaking of Shining Star, a Shining Star has passed away, Roger E. Mosley. You may know him from Magnum P.I., among other shows and movies. He was the black man on Magnum P.I. But the veteran actor passed away peacefully earlier today, early this morning, at his home, surrounded by family and loved ones. And according to his daughter, uh, he, I'm sorry, according to his daughter, he was with his loved ones and friends when he passed away. Um, She wrote that you could never mourn such an amazing man. He would hate any crying done in his name. It is time to celebrate the legacy he left for us all. I love you, Daddy. You loved me too. My heart is heavy, but I am strong. I will care for Mommy. Your love of almost 60 years. You raised me well, and she is in good hands. Rest easy. He was someone who I grew up in the 70s. He was on a lot of TV shows, uh, 70s and 80s. Um, He would often... um, guest on The Love Boat, uh, he guested on Night Gallery, Sanford and Sung, um, Kung Fu, Kojak. If you're of a certain age, all of these shows are like, yeah, yeah, that was a good show. Um, McCloud, do you remember that one? The Rockford Files, um, The Life and Times of Grizzly Adams, that's one I didn't really watch that often. Um, Starsky and Hutch, you Take the Kids, I never heard of that one, but he guested on Night Court and Hanging with Mr. Cooper and Walker, Texas Ranger, and uh, Las Vegas, and many other shows. He, um, like I said, I, he was always on my TV growing up. And, you know, thank you, sir, for the job well done. Thank you for the representation. And uh, God bless his family. You know, it's hard. It's hard to lose a parent. Uh, Yeah. Oh, goodness. Okay, let's lighten up a little bit after that. Um, I'm just going to read this headline. (laughs) And I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to say anything else. But hopefully it makes you laugh after that sad news. Or maybe it won't make you laugh. Maybe you agree. Uh, Drake announced his goats of rap and hip hop, and they are Lil Wayne and Nicki Minaj. That's it. That's the whole story. I'm done. (laughs) I'm quitting after that. Bless his heart. Um, yeah. So let's talk about, that kind of threw me. I'm sorry. Um, let's talk about, oh, and Haish. Did you see she's in stable condition after uh, a car crash? She crashed into a uh, a house and her car set on fire, was set on fire. Um, and uh, her rep said to, or told People Magazine, um, Quote, Anne is currently in stable condition after the crash, which occurred in the neighborhood of Mar Vista in Los Angeles. Uh, The rep went on to say, her family and friends ask for your thoughts and prayers and respect her privacy during this difficult time. Uh, She was riding in a, or driving a blue uh, Mini Cooper and uh, the residents caught fire 
she uh, suffered burns and uh, I saw a video of her driving just before and it was kind of scary um, but I, 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 I'm holding her in my thoughts and prayers as requested and I hope she gets well soon um, she has a podcast and she's still acting uh, so thoughts and prayers and all that good stuff to Anne Heche. I hope she gets better really soon. Uh, what else did I want to talk about with you? There was another thing that I had highlighted that was interesting. What was it? Uh, James Franco cannot catch a break. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm laughing, but it's really not funny. He was casted, as you may, may or may not know, to uh, play uh, uh, Fidel Castro, which I think is hilarious. And the Latin community is throwing much shade as they should. Why is he playing Fidel Castro? Um uh, the production is beginning to, or, or is slated to begin on August 15th, and the crew will shoot in Colombia. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, all kinds of shade is being thrown at him, as well it should be. There's a lot of Latin actors who could play Fidel Castro, you know, without even... Yeah, trying hard. <laughs> they could do it better. Or I won't say better, but I would say, you know, representation matters. And I just talked about uh, representation uh, with Mr. Mosley. Representation matters. And why wouldn't there be um, a Latin American or a Latin actor playing Fidel? Hmm. Uh, here's another story I wanted to talk about because I'm actually excited about this, this mini series, this limited series that's coming up on you on Hulu rather. But now that I've read this article, I'm feeling a little kind of some kind of way. So Mike Tyson <laughs> accused Hulu of stealing his life story for the upcoming mini series. And he vows that heads will roll at Hulu. Uh, he tweeted, Hulu stole my story, they're Goliath, and I'm David, heads will roll for this. And, uh, yeah, I would have a conversation with Mike Tyson if I were Hulu. Uh, back in June, Hulu announced that Mike, a miniseries about the life and career of, uh, Mike Tyson would premiere on August 25th. Apparently... The series was produced without the approval of Tyson, and he has expressed his disdain about his lack of involvement on several occasions. The series, which stars Travante Rhodes, who was extremely talented, uh, he was actually the love interest in uh, the Billie Holiday movie that uh, Andrew Day won the Academy Award for. Um, did she win the Academy Award or did she win the Golden Globe? I don't remember. But anyway, it's that version of the Billie Holiday story. And he played the love interest. Um, and uh, the series says that it will detail the tumultuous ups and downs of Tyson's boxing career and his personal life from being a beloved global athlete to a pariah and back again. I don't remember him being a beloved athlete outside of the black community. Don't mean to play the race card. I'm just calling it like I see it. Uh, the show has been a point of contention, contention for the boxer since it was announced uh, in a statement in a statement to Entertainment Tonight, Tyson 
thrashed Hulu for using his life to make money without his approval. Mm. Well, I'm certainly rooting for Mike Tyson, but I certainly want to see the movie or the miniseries rather. <clears throat> Pardon me. Sorry. Got a little froggy there. Um, I want to see it. I want to see this. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about um, the uh, trailer that I saw. And I'm conflicted because I appreciate Mike Tyson. I have always been a Mike Tyson fan. And uh, I, I can appreciate his stance at the same time. Michael, we need to see this. Like, we want to see it. <laughs> we want to see this. Uh, speaking of wanting to see something, I think I'm the only person in America, one of few, who has not seen uh, Top Gun Maverick, but it just passed Titanic as the seventh highest grossing release in domestic box office history. Good on you. I can appreciate that. Uh, it has earned $662 million in ticket sales. Uh, and uh, for Paramount, this article says uh, on Variety.com, Top Gun Maverick has also overtaken Titanic as the studio's biggest film in its 110-year history. I feel like James Cameron is saying, hold my beer. Because isn't he doing a, the Avatar? Isn't that coming out soon? Avatar? I, okay, moment of transparency. Don't judge. I didn't really care for the first Avatar, so I don't really care about the sequel. I'll see it because I'm a nerd. But I don't really care about it at all. <clears throat> but I feel like uh, <laughs> I feel like James Cameron is saying, "Hold my beer" when it comes to Avatar. Um, the list of top five domestic releases ever consists of Black Panther, which is seven hundred, which uh, grossed seven hundred million. And we'll be talking about Black Panther as uh, the movie gears up to be released in November, November 11th, 2022. We're wearing white. This is your memo. We're wearing white to see Black Panther Wakanda forever. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about that more when we get closer to the release. But Black Panther grossed uh, $700 million. Avatar. 760 million, Spider-Man No Way Home, 804 million, Avengers Endgame, 853 million, and Star Wars The Force Awakens, 936 million. I've seen all but one of those in the theater, at least once. Um, since Top Gun Maverick debuted in May and cleared a new Memorial, Week Memorial Day weekend opening record with its 164 60.5 million uh it has remained a box office force since may that's crazy uh maverick is uh tom cruise's first movie to surpass 100 million dollars in a single weekend good on you tom cruise and uh his first to reach 1 billion at the worldwide box office it's pretty good that just means that, you know, there are certain characters in cer certain movies uh, that appeal to our society. You know what I mean? Like, we love that kind of stuff. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I will see it. I don't know uh, when I'll see it. <laughs> but I will see it. I hear it's really, really good. And uh, speaking of what I hear is really good, when I come back, I'll talk about what I'm watching, what I've seen, and hopefully you can make a decision on watching it too. I'll be right back. Hey, I love Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> of course, that is Purple Haze. The late, great Jimi Hendrix. 
I can't think of many uh, guitarists other than like Prince who's better or as good. <laughs> uh, let's see. And I say Prince because uh, if you've seen the Hall of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame performance of While My Guitar Gently Re uh, Weeps and all of the guitar players are on stage and then Prince gets up there and commands the stage. Oh my goodness. If you haven't seen it, you have to YouTube it. It's it, phenomenal. That is my favorite by far. My favorite Prince performance. It was incredible. Um, so let's talk about movies and TV shows and all that good stuff. So I finished, uh, since we last talk, talked, I did finish uh, uh, season four of... Um, uh, Stranger Things, um, or was that season three? The latest season <laughs> of Stranger Things. I look forward to uh, the next season, and I wasn't a believer at first. I wasn't. It took me a couple of years to watch the first season, and uh, then I finally watched it. Well, I'm lying. It took me a long time to watch the first season. I tried a couple of times when it premiered. And then when season two came out, I tried again. Um, because everyone was telling me how great it was. And I was like, eh, I'm not getting it. And so finally, during 2020, during 2020, and we were in lockdown and we kind of didn't have a whole lot to do, I started watching it and I got hooked. And uh, so season, this latest season uh, was really good. And I look forward to seeing uh, the wrap up, how it all comes together. Uh, I have recently, since we last spoke, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I watched uh, Blackbird on Apple TV Plus. Um, it is based on a true story about a man who uh, was arrested for murder and uh, sexual assault. And he was this, you know, kind of a, a weirdo, <laughs> for lack of a better term, uh, who was just like the strange guy. And... Uh, he was into uh, Civil War reenactments, and that doesn't make him weird. What made him weird was uh, his reactions to different people and, um, and how he uh, would kind of tell these stories as though they were true because they probably were, and then he would come back and retract the story and say, no, it's just a story. Uh, so this guy's in prison and another guy, um, I can't think of his name, but he's the actor from, uh, uh, what's the name of the movie? Uh, hold on. I'm going to tell you because it's making me crazy now. Um, uh, what's the name of the movie? It's the one with the, uh. Uh, I'll, I'll find it and tell you. Um, but anyway, Blackbird. So, uh, another actor, uh, the guy whose name I'm going to tell you in a minute and tell you what he was in cause you've seen him, um, is arrested, uh, and is sentenced to 10 years in prison, uh, for drug, uh, trafficking. And uh, he is asked to pretty much get the story from this weirdo, this weird guy, uh, and how he killed uh, his victims and if they were victims at all, right? And uh, so he uh, is, if he can get a confession from the killer, <laughs> then he can be released from prison. And so it's based on a true story. He actually, uh, this actually happened. And 
uh, Taron Egerton is the guy. And you would know him from Rocket Man. You would know him from uh, The King's Man. You would know him from those movies. So um, he was really good in it. If you have Apple TV, I would uh, definitely suggest it. And this was Ray Le- the, the late Ray Liotta's last uh, role. And uh, he was absolutely fantastic in it. Uh, so that was uh, Blackbird. I watched that. It was pretty good. Um, the Gray Man. So I watched The Gray Man, which is an action thriller on uh, Netflix right now. And it stars... Uh, why can't I think of anyone's name today? One of the Ryans. Ryan Gosling and... Uh, Chris Evans. So they had me at Captain America. Um, Because Chris Evans, I'm sorry, is always going to be Captain America. Anytime I see him do something crazy, and in this movie he plays a bad guy, I was like, oh no, Cap, what are you doing? Um, But it is directed by the Russo brothers. Um, There is a little bit of comedy in it, just a tiny bit. Uh, But it is action. It is... uh, a thriller it is craziness in a good way and I did enjoy it uh, so yeah I strongly I recommend that one um uh, I don't know if I ever talked about the boys and I don't know if I've mentioned it uh since we last spoke or uh when we last spoke I don't know if I actually mentioned it but the boys it is so freaking gross you guys because it's gory uh, but on, it's on Amazon Prime, and it's really good if you're into kind of comic book stuff. It's based on comics and graphic novels called The Boys. And it's about a, a Justice League type of uh, superhero group. They do movies. They do all kinds of stuff based on uh, some of their encounters and things that they do. Um, they are just this, uh, uh, anti-hero kind of group and they are being hunted by more anti-hero, uh, guys called the boys. And, uh, they're trying to bring down this group. Uh, and if you haven't seen it, yes, it's gross. It's very graphic, but it's so good. If you like that genre and you like that kind of movie, um, it's a TV show. It's uh, season three just ended, uh, I believe. So you can stream all three seasons on Amazon Prime right now. It's it's good if you if you like that kind of stuff. Speaking of, I watched Uncharted last night because I am a Tom Holland fan. I like him as Spider Man. I like him as uh, Cherry, which is a, a movie on Apple TV plus and uh, I like Tom Holland and Uncharted is uh, based on I believe it's based on a game I believe but uh, it's uh, an action adventure film and uh, it also stars um, Mark Wahlberg and uh, it's just, it's very, it's very interesting. Like, I wasn't in a hurry to see it because I didn't see good reviews about it. Um, but for what it is, I thought it was pretty good. I didn't think it was any, yeah, it was based on a, uh, it's based on a video game franchise. And I don't think it was that bad. And I would love to have seen a part two and a part three, or at least a part two. But I don't think it's going to get, uh, I don't think it's going to get to that because, oh wait, no, it did pretty well. No, it did pretty, oh, it did better than I thought. Okay. So it grossed $148.6 million. Um, but it had a Rotten Tomato approval rating of 40%. So that's not that great, but I thought for what it was, it was pretty good. So if you or just at home chilling and you want something to watch uh, that's kind of mindless that you don't really have to think about, 
Uncharted is pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, let me see. What else is going on? Um, let's see. Of course, I love the shy. It's my hometown, first of all. But secondly, I just love it. I love The Shy. It is one of my favorite TV shows, and I've been watching it, and it is very good. Um, if you're not watching that, then I highly suggest it if you have uh, Showtime. Uh, yeah, it's about just, I've talked about it before, but it's just about living in Chicago and, and kind of seeing some of the things that, that if you've never been to Chicago or you aren't familiar with Chicago except for you know what you hear about it, what people put out there in the news, it's something that sh- it's a show that shows Chicagoans being Chicagoans. And so yeah, check it out. Um, I finally saw the House of Gucci. It wasn't that great, but it wasn't that bad. You know, watch it if you, again, if you're just bored and you don't have anything else to watch. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't great, but it wasn't horrible. I enjoy the acting of everyone who's in it. So, yeah. If you're a fan of Gaga or, you know, uh, Kylo Ren, I can't think of his real name. But if you're a fan of those, you know, the, any of those actors, then yeah, by all means, check it out. Um, I watch Riverdale. I have to admit these last two seasons have been a challenge. Next year is the last season. And so I tried to catch up. It's not what it used to be. Um, but yeah, I finished the season. Speaking of not being what it used to be, The Flash, uh, it has been announced that next season will be the last season for The Flash. It will be 13 episodes, and I say, I love The Flash, but thank you. Put us out of our misery, because it is not what it used to be. Uh, Neither is Grey's Anatomy, and Ellen Pompeo keeps talking about how you know, she doesn't really want to be on the show. She's going to do eight episodes next season. Um, she's been talking about how she's ready for it to end. And I want them to honor her. Just put us out of our misery. We're, we're done. No, you aren't telling more stories that are good. You're not. So let's, let's go. Keep it moving. Um, <laughs> but a show that I absolutely do love is what we do in the shadows. Oh my gosh. A lot of people are familiar with the movie, what we do in the shadows, but the TV show, man, is, I enjoy the TV show more than I did the movie. Actually. Um, it is on FX and it's funny. Uh, it's smart. It's, um, it's a horror comedy. So it follows in the, the document, docudrama, documentation kind of TV show, kind of like uh, Abbott Elementary, which I'll talk about in a minute. And uh, kind of like The Office, uh, that type of show, but they're vampires. And so there's a crew documenting these vampires and what they do in the shadows and it's really funny um I enjoy this show so much I have had passwords that relate to the show some kind of way very funny very good show FX if you're not watching it that is I highly recommend that one um I don't know if I told you that I saw Doctor Strange of course you know that I'm I love that genre and I love uh, uh, Marvel. Um, I love the Marvel Cinematic Universe and everything they're doing on Disney+. Plus. I did watch Ms. Marvel. I am preparing for She-Hulk and everything else they're doing. And I'm good with it. I'm good with this uh, 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 fourth, um, what do you call it? The, uh, I don't know where my mind is today. But um uh, yeah, I'm good with everything they've done in this fourth installment. That's not what it's called, but I'm good with it. I'm I'm good with it. <laughs> I think they're doing a really good job. 
Um, and you have to, the key to Marvel right now is you have to watch everything in order to understand what's going on. Cause one TV show on, uh, Disney plus is going to tell you something about a movie and something in the movie is going to tell you something about a TV show. So you kind of have to do it to be in the know, <laughs> but we'll, uh, we'll talk about more of the TV shows and the, the, uh, the, um, uh, movies as they are released, especially, uh, I think the next TV show is She-Hulk and then there's, there's, I think there's a movie before Black Panther 2, but I don't know if I care about it as much. (laughs) <laughs> if you haven't seen the trailer for Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever, it is beautifully done. And for people who uh, think um, T'Challa should be recasted, I say put your faith in Ryan, uh, Ryan um, Coogler the writer, the director, put your faith in him. I think he's going to do a good job. I believe that he knows what's at stake. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, as a screenwriter and director, he can do no wrong. He has been fantastic since the beginning. Uh, Now, there is uh, a show on Netflix called Sandman. I think it's based on a comic or a graphic novel. I think I'm going to watch it. I'm not sure yet. There is a a show on Amazon Prime called 13 Lives. It was suggested to me, so I think I'll check that one out. Um, Lightyear uh, is coming out when? Is it out already? If it's out already, I'm going to be hurt. Uh, Lightyear. I don't know when it's coming out. Uh, I don't see it anywhere. Um, But I'm definitely going to see it because, again, they had me at uh, Chris Evans. I love Chris Evans. I'll I'll watch anything he's in and be happy about it. Um, But I will be seeing that and I will report back. If you're a big kid like me, you'll like it. Um, oh, Nope. I got to talk about Nope. You guys, Nope. If you like a good thinking movie, a good movie that's going to make you think and ponder life and society as you know it, Nope is that movie. It's not exactly what you would think it is. I went into it thinking one thing, um, because of the trailer and it ended up being something else. And so, and don't miss the very beginning. You have to watch the very beginning. (laughs) And you can't really talk through it. You know, I saw it with a brother friend and we didn't do a lot of talking because we were watching it. And then when it was over, we sat and talked about it and digested it and all that good stuff. But Nope is a really good movie. It is Jordan Peele doing Jordan Peele. And Jordan Peele does Jordan Peele like no one else can. And I really appreciated it. And um, I can't really say if it was better than Get Out or uh, Us. I don't think you can compare them. It's They're all fruit, right? It's all apples and oranges. And yeah. So, but I enjoyed it. Um And then I can't think of anything else that I'm really into right now. I just started, oh, today. Was it today that I started it? I did just start Abbott Elementary. I finished last weekend. I don't know what took me so long to watch it, but I did stream it, and it was fantastic. And I did start something earlier. I can't think of what it was, (laughs) which is horrible because it had my attention, but I can't think of what it was. So next week when we talk, I'll tell you what it it was that I've been watching because I'll probably be finished by then. (laughs) I can't believe that. And then, uh, 
there is a list of five must-watch movies and TV shows streaming right now. According to uh, Boston.com, I don't know how I got this, uh, but apparently Lightyear is out. How did I miss it? So Lightyear is on this list. (laughs) I'm going to go watch it this week. Um, Prey, which is the uh, in the Predator franchise. I didn't mention Prey because I don't really care, but I might check it out. Uh, uh, there is Mike Judge's Beavis and Butthead, which I'm over Beavis and Butthead. Um, Reservation Dogs, I will probably watch that. It looks to be pretty good. That's on this list. And then I saw another list. Uh, of seven movies. Uh, so on this list is Sandman, The Sandman on Netflix. Uh, Prey, once again, 13 Lives that we talked about. Uh, there is a show on HBO Max called Industry Season oh I'm sorry Industry and they're in season two I haven't even seen season one I never heard of it but it's a mix of Euphoria and Succession and it's a high finance drama series so I might check that out this week and let you know and then there's a show called Luck on Apple TV Plus um did I mention Loot with Maya Rudolph? Loot is really funny. And again, if you have Apple TV Plus, watch it. Check it out. So Loot with Maya Rudolph, also in Apple TV Plus, is... Um, uh, no, I already mentioned that one. That was Blackbird. Um, and then, oh, I have mentioned this show before. Uh, but for all mankind. Again, if you're a space nerd and you like alternate history uh, TV shows and movies, this is for you. It's amazing. So uh, season three talks about or focuses on uh, the space race to Mars and what happens when they get there. And that's all I'm going to talk about for now because I want people to watch it. It's a good show and and it's on Apple TV Plus. So uh, the moral of the story is I'm watching a lot of stuff on Apple TV once again. (laughs) But anyway, oh my gosh, I've been talking for over an hour and I'm just happy to be back and I'm happy that you have joined me. And if you have listened for this entire hour, I appreciate you. You are my people. And uh, I'll be back next week, hopefully, if I don't get sick again. And uh, (laughs) we'll talk about more stuff. We'll talk about more current events and more TV shows and movies. Tell me what you're watching on Instagram, uh, on the Hey Y'all Hey podcast uh, page on Instagram, or my uh, Facebook, which is Erica Nicole Anderson. Let me know what you're watching. Let me know if there's if I'm missing anything. Let me know if I'm wrong about anything that I'm seeing. Because I want to tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm going to go find Lightyear somewhere. And uh, we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> Until then, take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. And happy trails. <laughs> talk soon. <laughs>